Welcome to Mojo for the Modern Man. This is your host, Ken Mossman, and today I'm joined for part two of my conversation with Leonid Frolov. Uh, if you haven't yet listened to part one, I, I highly suggest that you pick it up because his backstory is, uh, not only is it fascinating, it, it, it just gives a lot of the background uh, that that will be useful as you listen to part two. And uh, in part two, Leonid goes into the importance of family and tribe, his fascination with language that led him into the world of simultaneous translation uh, and literally around the world with his simultaneous translation, and how falling asleep turned out to be a big wake-up call as with so many episodes of Mojo for the Modern Man, there is a lot to this. And just a quick reminder, if you have not yet subscribed to Mojo for the Modern Man, please do so on your favorite podcasting service. And with that, let's get into the second half of my conversation with Leonid Frolov. Enjoy. I can't imagine that that circumstance did not, quote unquote, change you. You know, obviously it didn't change your, it didn't, it didn't change who you are or change, certainly didn't change your sexuality uh, as if, uh, how, how did it, how did it change you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And during that time, I, gradually came well i had a lot of time <laughs> to reflect <laughs> so i came to realization um that um there's nothing wrong with me absolutely but there's there's something wrong with this world <laughs> that's it and it's like okay and what is wrong with this world and, and so that was uh, um that that was sort of like the object of my curiosity. It's like, how did that happen? Why did it happen? Um, if someone is just not quite like the everybody, uh, not the majority, um, and why do, we, why do we treat people like that? It's like as if they're a threat. So I was a threat. Apparently, that's how it's like they put me away as a threat. I was like, wow. Um, I was just amazed. Um, in a way, um, another way it changed me. I um, I made up a lot of a lot of things about how I needed to live my life. Um, some things helped were was um, in my future life, and some things did not. Um, I since then I've been always scared to ask for help um, because the that event was so traumatic and uh it truly it was it was a huge betrayal um because later on i found out that the doctor who actually sent me to to that mental institution he was gay and he was closeted wow yeah so he was a very well-known uh psychiatrist in saint petersburg and we happened to have uh, mutual friends and then um I found out. And so that really was shocking to me. And I think it was, it was like this uh, sort of like the second punch in the stomach. It's like, whoa. Um, so, so why would, why would someone uh, like me do this to me? 
it took me many, many years to realize that it was um, probably him rejecting who he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An expression of his self-loathing in many ways taken out on the on, on opportunistic targets, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I made up a, a, a lot of things about people having a second agenda or hidden agenda. <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, be super careful when you ask for help. So, you know, those beliefs didn't really, were not very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but um, also um, I learned other things. And I, I, it's interesting, I still, I still learn from that. Um, yeah. Um, for example, it's like a, a friend of mine who um, was a student at my university. He was the first person who actually came to to see me, um, and before even my brother came, because I was able to call him, and he was in the same city. My brother had to travel, so uh, he came to um, to see me, and then I explained what happened, and he said something. He said, "You know," he said, "Um." um some people just cannot be with someone who is so different from them. But he said, you will find your tribe. That's what he said. You will find your tribe. And I asked him, I said, like, listen, can you be part of my tribe? <laughs> and he said, I am. <laughs> so, and I, it's interesting. It's like, I, I realized that I, I had, I had a bunch of people in my life to whom, you know, I mattered just the way I was. Um, and, uh, it, it deepened my relationships with uh, with my friends and my family, um, and I also learned how loving my family is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All the stories I've heard of your of your family. That's one of the your sisters, etc. The, the the nieces and nephews, and you know, uh, in various and various different cities that seem to, they seem to be spread out throughout the, throughout the world. I know that's not entirely true, but um, yeah, there's kind of a magic and uh, a real clear sense that there, there's a lot of love there. Mm -hmm. And yeah. using the mother, the word you use to describe your mother, a lot of acceptance and a lot of love. Yeah. 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 It, it was um, sort of like our, um, our default, it's like love. <laughs> um, and, um, um, and the downside of it, actually, <laughs> there was a downside of it too. Um, going out into the big world, so to speak. That was when I, when I moved away from my family and I heard stories from some of my friends how they were rejected by their families for different reasons, sometimes because of their sexuality. Uh, I was horrified. I, I like it was hard for me to believe. So the first time I heard that story, it's like, wow, this is unique, a unique story. And then I heard more. And then I realized, wow, it's actually more common than I could ever imagine. And made me made me really sad. And it was a little bit difficult for me to navigate the that world um, where it wasn't always just love, but it was a lot of fear as well. Um, and my mom, I remember she said once, she said, you know, one thing that I regret, I didn't really prepare you very well for, uh, for the real world. And uh, so we kind of lived a little bit in a bubble in our family. Um, yeah. 
but uh, but I don't regret anything. <laughs> no, I, well, you, you seem to have adjusted well, Leonid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have. Well, yeah, you have. You have indeed. And, and so, from Saint Petersburg, your 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 travels have carried you far and wide, and you've. Talk us through some of your choices in terms of, oh, I'm going to go live there. Or I'm going to go live there and I'm going to do that work. But, well, now I'm going to do this work mm. because I because I, the entire time I've known you, which is a while now, I, I, I have to say I, I've, I've never seen you with a rock. <laughs> well, I'm, I have a lot of them on the shelf. Here. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> passion for rocks and now it's crystals and uh you know yeah and um uh which makes me realize that um it wasn't like okay this chapter is closed i'm starting a new one it was it's it's almost like okay this season is over this year but the series continues you know so followed my gut a lot. And um, again, I learned that from my parents. I followed my gut a lot, um, hoping that my, my, my brain will catch up sometime. <laughs> it's, because it's hard to explain logically some of my choices. Um, yeah, it's like my passion for languages brought me back to the university and I got my master's in linguistics. Um, and that's when I decided, okay, great, wonderful. I had I had a great time in geology. I went on three expeditions, had a great experience, got lost in the mountains for four days. That was another peak experience. And then, but the, this passion for languages, I started learning uh, languages uh, when my brothers went to school. So I was a little kid. So they taught me some uh, uh uh, English and German. That's the languages they learned in school. And I and I carried that passion throughout my life. And so, um, and then I, um, after geology, I, I just decided, it's like, I, I, I want to explore this passion. I went back to the university, got master's in linguistics. Um, and I got trained as a simultaneous interpreter. And I giggle a little bit because uh, that that's when... Um, I made a choice out of uh, uh, kind of like, uh, uh, my ego made a choice, I would say. And so I was not only fascinated by simultaneous interpretation, I just knew that not many people could do it. So I was like, oh, I want to do it. Not everybody can do it, <laughs> so I will do it. <laughs> um, and I actually fell in love with it. It was fascinating. Um, it was really fascinating, and I worked as a simultaneous interpreter for twenty years. Yeah, and in in specific industries in government, where where did your simultaneous interpretation journey take you? Yeah, so uh, for ten years, and I moved to the United States, and uh, when I just started this uh, this journey, um, I was uh, working as a freelance interpreter, so covered pretty much every area of life, you know, from, from laparoscopic surgeries to, uh, um, you know, uh, to uh, uh, slaughterhouses, literally. It's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. So um, it was uh, fascinating just learning a lot. And uh, I, I, I traveled to 49 states 
uh, Alaska is the one I have never been. Yeah. And, uh, and then I was hired as an in-house uh, interpreter and a translator by an air and space company, uh, it, which used to be part of Lockheed Martin. But then um, we got divested and uh, uh, became a, a separate company, independent company. And that's where um, I, uh, I got a really like a big boost of energy because it was science that I love. I studied science, I got bachelor's in science. I love math and physics and languages. It's like, wow, it's a, such a unique synergy of both. It's like perfect combo. <laughs> so, yes, and I worked um, uh, for that company uh, for 10 years. Um, it was really a, a really, really interesting experience. Traveled around the world. Yeah, that was really great. And that was in the, you were in the States. Was that uh, when you found yourself in DC? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I found myself in DC. Um, and Lockheed Martin um, and the headquarters are in DC. And I was, uh, that's where I was hired. Um, but also when I was um, freelancing, uh, most of my clients were government agencies. Um, and, I, I'm, and I got certified by uh, Department of State. So, um, there was there's an exam that uh, uh, interpreters um, take and uh, to meet certain standards, and uh, and then they get hired by the State Department uh, to do some government uh, work as well. So yeah, yeah, I learned a lot about um, how United States and Russia tried to build healthy relationship at the time in the nineties, what worked, what didn't work, um, and I was it was fascinating for me just to learn that. I do hope you're enjoying this conversation between myself and Leonid Frolov. And just a quick note, if you have not yet, please do subscribe to Mojo for the Modern Man on your favorite podcasting service. And with that, let's get back into it. Here we go. What led you to the work that you're doing now? Because there's, it's different. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, yes. And I... Um, at some point, so this is what happened. Actually, it was quite, quite, uh, uh, quite an interesting episode that um, was a literally a, work, a wake up call to me when I fell asleep while interpreting. <laughs> so, wow! And, uh, <laughs> I was doing simultaneous interpretation, and uh, um, and it was so um, predictable the presentation, and I was. I just got so bored and I was, I was interpreting professionally very well, but my mind started drifting away. And I was like, and it's like, and I just, for a moment, I just fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so and that was a wake up call for me. Uh, it's like, okay, I, I think I'm done. <laughs> and, uh, and I was uh, talking to my friends and some of them happened to be coaches. Um, and I was talking to my friends like, well, I feel like I'm, I want to do something different. You know, it's like, this is not the best use of me anymore. And uh, uh, so they were asking me questions uh, that helped me realize like, oh, I just, I'm just super curious about humans. I'm just super, super curious. Because being an interpreter, I saw how people would talk to each other, but they would not listen to each other, <laughs> you know. And I, come on, people. You should know better. And I'm like, wow. It's like, no, they just don't. It's like somebody needs to needs to help them. And uh, so uh, it led me to coaching. Uh, and once I uh, um, 
started my training, uh, what I discovered was uh, far greater than I expe- expected. Um, I discovered the whole world. It's like, wow. And I stepped into it. It felt like, okay, uh, it's time. <laughs> it felt so right. Yeah. And I, I love the irony that your wake-up call was in, was falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is, that, you could not you could not script that any better <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it was very interesting and uh, um but actually I, it woke up uh everyone who was listening because people were also kind of a little bit drifting away but the micro i i dropped the microphone when i fell asleep i dropped the microphone so it hit the the desk. So the sound was so loud and everybody just jumped. And like, oof, sorry, people. <laughs> I fell asleep. <laughs> wow. And you and and in your falling asleep, not only woke up yourself, but woke, that's great. Woke up the entire room. So so let's riff off of that for a moment because as you, you know, you are you're you're uh you're you're a man of the world in so many ways. You know, you've lived you've lived here in the U- US. You visited all 49 states. You visited 49 states. The only one you didn't visit was Alaska. I was going to say all 49 states, but um, you visited uh, every state except for Alaska. I know you've been, you've, you've traveled a lot. And, um, you know, speaking of waking up, what's, what's your sense of what does the world need to be woken up to right now? Um. I would say um, mature. Um, uh, I would, yeah. We need to mature <laughs> and and be responsible. I think that's what the world needs to wake up. That uh, everyone, whether we are aware of it or not, everyone creates an impact and it really matters. And we better be responsible for what we create. Yeah, yeah and uh, let's unpack that a little bit more when you say both pieces the 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 mature because of course we're all growing older but that's not what you're talking about <laughs> yeah 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 uh yeah it just uh, um i would say um being aware that um you know we 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 just uh we are actually um we think that we're such a great part of this world, but actually we're not that great, <laughs> you know. This, um, and we're not the best part. I would say this is this is what it is. We're growing into being a really good part of this entire world. We're growing into it. We're not there yet. We're not there yet, and um, and just we need to pick a direction, and uh, and stay committed to it. Um, can't be just acting like a responsible kids or teenagers um, with a lot of guns, <laughs> I would say, literally and figuratively speaking. So that's, uh, I think we need to uh, wake up to that, that, um, yeah, we just need to be adults in this world. Yeah. Regardless of the age. Yeah. And the, 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 the by the way, there's no, and you know, this already, I'm preaching to the choir here. But there's no we ju- we just need to be adults there's 
there's a lot of subtlety, there's a lot of time, there's a lot of practice, there's a lot of looking, a lot of developing oneself in order to be the kind of adult that you are talking about. So, you know, we're not talking about what that that quote unquote, oh, it's time. I, I I have I have a child now. It's time to do some adulting, or I have a I have a big boy or a big girl or a big whatever. You know, I have a I have a big person job now, so it's time to do some adulting. It's 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 not it's not that. No, it's not. Yeah. So give some language to what what it is. Um, <clears throat> I think it's um. Honesty um, is one. Um, having an honest look at ourselves, um, who we are, uh, our place, you know, in this world. Uh, that's one. Um, and um, yeah, and 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 awareness that um, what we choose every day really matters, and not just to us, but. Um, it matters to people around, to the community, uh, matters to the planet. Yeah, and I want to underline that what 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 we choose every day. Yeah, what we what the the decisions that we make moment to moment, yeah. every day, have an impact. Yeah, 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 and we better make conscious choices. That's I think that's what it is. Uh, it's like we we better make conscious choices. Yeah. <laughs> I'm smiling over here. Um <clears throat> you didn't say this in there but there's a there's a, there, you didn't say this but there's another piece in there. There's a number of pieces in there. Oh my goodness, we could go for at least another 3 weeks with this and um you know part of making those conscious just uh conscious choices calls for a uh, uh, a level of humility owning the fact that we as tempting as it is you know and as much the as the culture places a value on a high value on having answers the willingness to ask the questions and the willingness to not know yeah is vitally important yeah 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 absolutely yeah i um um kind of had this uh, realization a while ago. It's like, wow, we are so addicted to having answers. Uh, so addicted to it. Um, the way, and I, and I realized like, this is where I feel connected to, to the world and connected, connected uh, uh, to the world uh, on the soul level. When I'm living in the big inquiry and it just it never ends. It's like one inquiry leads to the next one, to the next one. It's not that the inquiry leads to an answer, but it's like, wow, keep asking more and more and more. And that's where my expansion is, my personal experience. This is where I keep asking. It's like, well, today I was curious about this and I, I was sitting on it, but then, oh, wow, but how about this? So it's, it's for me, that's, that's the experience that has been um, lately. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Do you have before we before we go here two things? One of them is do you do you have a uh, maybe a starter question for people who are willing to let go of answers 
what what would a what would a what would you what would you recommend as a starter question? Uh, the, uh, yeah, uh, the starter question. Um, yeah, um, I would just say um, it's like what really matters. Yeah, what Beautiful. really? Yeah, what really matters? That's those those who are listening. There's a starter question for you. And how do people get in touch with you and find out more about what you're up to? Oh, um, I have a profile on LinkedIn, um, and uh, uh, my name is uh, Leonid Frolov. Um, I have not found another Leonid Frolov on LinkedIn yet, so <laughs> it's easy. Yes, Facebook as well. Um, yeah, on Facebook, uh, my profile is public. Yeah, and uh, so also my email, um, which is very easy. It's uh, my first initial L, last name Frolov, and then at me.com. Great, and I'll make sure that that gets into the, the notes for the program as well, so people can find you there, find you that way. Thank you so much, Lena. It's been a delight having you here. Any any parting words? I'm just so grateful for this opportunity, Ken. Thank you. Thank you for creating this, really. Um, yeah, and I just wanted to say, it's like everything that I talked about is like my very personal subjective experience. And whatever opinions I have, they're my personal subjective opinions. I'm not claiming any truth. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. I, I get to play with it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. And thank you for playing. Thank you particularly for playing with me and, and being my guest here on Mojo for the Modern Man. A delight, my friend, as always. Thank you. Thank you, Ken. Such a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me, Ken Mossman, your host here on Mojo for the Modern Man, and of course, my guest, Leonid Frolov. Uh, it was a fun conversation, and uh, what an amazing man he is. If you want to learn more about Leonid and his work, Check out his pages on LinkedIn and Facebook, and there's links to both those on the program notes. And I'd encourage you to visit me as well on my website. That's Cirrus Leadership, C-I-R-R-U-S Leadership.com. Visit my uh, classes page to see what's happening with the next iteration of the I Am program beginning in September of 2021. You can also find links to a free gift there, as well as a link to enroll in my weekly musings, which I encourage you to subscribe there. And if you have not yet, please, of course, do subscribe to Mojo for the Modern Man on your favorite podcasting service. I look forward to seeing you back here on Mojo in just a week. Until then, be well, take care.